Blog Talk Radio. My name is James Brandt, and I'm coming to you live from Clarkston, Michigan. What I want to know is this. Are there any fired-up Christians that are listening to this broadcast that are fed up, totally fed up with the junk that is going on on this earth right now? Are there any Christians that are tired of seeing what Satan is doing, what demonic spirits are doing on this planet, deceiving people, attacking them, promoting evil? Are there any Christians that are listening that are fed up with it, fed up with it enough to actually do something about it? I found out this. This is what I found out, that talk is cheap. We need to put action behind our words. We need to do something about what the enemy is doing. Like I said last week, the only reason that territories, regions, locations, the entertainment industry, things like that, The only reason the enemy has a foothold in those areas, in those locations, is because Christians are not speaking up, not doing something about it. We need to rise up. We need God is calling on all of us as believers to rise up. See, many Christians just sit back 
And they say, well, you know what, we just live on an evil earth, and they just – Fine. You know what? This is going to happen. Wrong. Let me give you a reality check. We as Christians, as the body of Christ, the hands, feet of Christ on this earth, we need to stand up against evil, and we need to promote the Word of God, God's righteous ways. We need to advance His kingdom. Is anybody with me? Now, before I get more into this, I have a couple of announcements to make. The next revival experience is going to be in Los Angeles, California, the Los Angeles, California area. Sunday morning, April 21st at 9 a.m., I'm going to be at the Courtyard Marriott, Santa Ana Airport, near the Santa Ana Airport, right there at uh, 8 MacArthur Place. This is going to be a powerful meeting. I'm, I'm so stirred up for this meeting. I'm telling you, the Holy Ghost has something special in store. So if you're on the West Coast, wherever you're at, you're one or two flights away from the Los Angeles area. You need to get there and join us. Enjoy the presence of God. I'm going to bring forth a powerful word. We're going to have an awesome time. Also, I can't wait for this. I'm telling you right now, this this is the first conference that me and Marianne Marsh, she has a powerful ministry called Esteem Ministries, powerful woman of God. We are connecting. We are doing an extreme glory and fire conference. I love that. Extreme glory and fire conference on Saturday night, May 4th. It begins at 6 p.m. I'm telling you, you need to get to this. There, you are going to hear bold preaching like never before. And like I told you before, boldness is it, it, it's an invitation to the Holy Spirit to have his way through you. I guarantee you, you come to this meeting, you will not hear. You come to any of my meetings, I'm telling you, you will not hear a sugar-coated message. You're going to hear the pure word of God. See, I believe in preaching the pure word of God. Why? Because we are, when we do that, we are giving the Holy Ghost something to work with in the hearts of individuals. And it changes lives, I'm telling you. So mark your calendars right now. Extreme Glory and Fire Conference, Saturday evening, May 4th at 6 p.m. It's going to be at the Spring of Life Church in Mayville, Michigan, just to the northeast of uh, Flint area, just to the north of the Lapeer, Michigan area. We are going to have a powerful time in the Lord. Going to be some great praise and worship, and I'm telling you, the presence of God, when the, when the glory of God, when the presence of God manifests, no holds barred, baby. I am believing him for a powerful move. You need a, a healing in your body. You need to come. You need to come to the, these services. You need to get in the atmosphere of the presence of God. I'm telling you, all things are possible with God. I'm going to talk more about that in a moment. Also, Detroit, Michigan area, the Motor City area. I am coming back. I'm doing another revival experience 
and my cousin, Pastor Lee Hotchkiss, is going to be tag team preaching with me again. He gave a powerful word at the last Detroit area revival experience. He's coming back with me. And get this, mark your calendars. Sunday night, Sunday evening, May 19th, Pentecost Sunday. Are you, I mean, when I scheduled this, I, I didn't even know. I didn't even know that. So I scheduled it, and I looked at the calendar, and it says Pentecost. And I said, thank you, Holy Ghost. Thank you, Holy Ghost. I'm telling you right now, get there. Detroit, Michigan area, revival experience, Sunday, May 19th. It will begin at 7 p.m. At the Concord Inn in Rochester Hills, Michigan. For more information, go to jamesbrandt.org. Don't forget the D. It's DT. The D is silent. jamesbrandt.org. Or you can go to um, revivalchristian.org. And go to the events page. And I, I keep up to date. On, on everything that's happening schedule-wise in the ministry. Also, I have another website called RevivalPodcast.org. I, I, um, on that website, of course, I keep all the, the events up to date on there also. The only difference is this. On RevivalPodcast.org, you can go to that page. In the upper left-hand corner, you can put your email address and subscribe to the free ministry email list. So anytime I put a new sermon on, a new broadcast on, a teaching, a ministry schedule update, you're going to be the first to know because you're going to get an email shot right to you, and you will know. I'm telling you, you need to to get connected with what God is doing in this ministry. People are starting to show up to these these revival experiences and they're just being touched. I got to tell you at the last at the last Detroit revival experience it was powerful. And Lee, my cousin, as he was preaching, he 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 had a ball. He loved it. Uh what we do is in the conference room, the door stays open. The conference room is like right by the lobby area. We had people poking their heads in, coming, standing in the back. And I even had one individual after the service, he, he came up and talked to me and to Lee, and he was just saying how blessed he was. And he was giving his testimony, how God delivered him from a lot of things, and, and just how blessed he was by being in the presence of God, hearing the word of God. And so we just have a ball. We're in there preaching and worshiping God with the door open. So everyone in the lobby area is just listening, and the Holy Ghost is tugging on hearts, even on those that are not in the conference room. These are powerful. These are powerful meetings. Why? Because when we go to these meetings, it's pure faith. I don't go in with unbelief. I'm going into these meetings believing the impossible, that God is just going to do mighty things as his word is preached and proclaimed in truth. In Mark 16:20, God said that he confirms his word. But you know what? You've got to be preaching his word. You've got to be speaking his word to give him something to confirm on earth. 
The Word of God says that His Word is settled forever in heaven. But when you speak the Word on earth, you are, you are settling His Word by your faith right here on earth. And it gives Him, it gives the Holy Ghost something to confirm. Have you been giving – what's been coming out of your mouth? Have you been giving the Lord something to confirm? What have you been preaching? What have you been teaching? What have you been speaking? Have you been talking about your problem? Have you been talking about how, how big your problem is? Well, guess what? You just gave the enemy something to confirm. And you close off the resources of the kingdom of God from intervening in that situation. God's holy angels, his holy ministering spirits. Did you know they are hindered by our unbelief? Oh my, I love the word of God. Don't you? If you're a Christian, you better. Because I'll, I'll go as far as to say this. If you just put the word of God, the Bible, on the same level as a regular book, like Moby Dick, or a classic like that, whatever... If you put it on the same level, you I'm telling you right now, you are not a believer. You are not a believer. A believer is exactly that. A believer believes God. A believer believes in the word of God. So you and I, we need to give God something to confirm on this earth. Start preaching. Start preaching. Did you know the word salvation, many people hear the word salvation, and they just simply think, well, I'm just going to be in heaven for all eternity. That's salvation. Did you know salvation implies healing, deliverance, soundness of mind, wholeness? The fact is this. Listen to this. There is not one area. There is not one area of your life, of my life, that the word salvation does not cover. Part of it is, yeah, praise God, we're going to live in heaven one day in the presence of God for all eternity. If you've made Jesus Christ the Lord of your life and you're living for him, you believe in him. You believe in his sacrifice and what he did, his shed blood. You believe in all. You believe in the resurrection. He was resurrected from the dead. You believe that? Praise God. Guess what? You're saved. But listen to me. Did you really think, do you really think that God just left us in a lion's den of an earth, of an evil earth like this? Do you believe he left his people his disciples, his followers, us, I'm talking to you if you're a Christian. Do you really believe, do you really buy into the lie that God has left us in a lion's den to get trampled down and eaten up by the enemy? That is a lie from the pits of hell. The fact is this. There is not one area of your life that salvation through the Lord Jesus Christ does not cover. Friend, listen to me. If you're a Christian, if you are a believer, 
a disciple, a disciplined one, for the Lord Jesus Christ, you are covered, body, soul, and spirit, period. Anything less than that, anything, any thoughts that come into your mind less than that is a fiery dart from Satan and evil spirits, period. I, I, I don't know if you figure this out yet. But the devil is a liar. Satan is, Jesus called Satan, the father of lies. And that's why the Word of God tells us to cast down every thought, every imagination that tries to exalt itself against the knowledge of God. What's it talking about? It's talking about the Word of God. Any thought that comes into your mind that would try to exalt itself, that says, you know what, healing, divine healing is not for today. You know what, you're just, you're just at, the, uh, uh, you're at the mercy of this world system. You're at the mercy of whatever gets thrown on you. Are you kidding me? If God cared enough about Daniel in a lion's den to send angels to shut the mouths of the lions so he wouldn't get killed, he wouldn't get eaten, but he was safe, he was protected, he walked out. He walked out of that lion's den. He didn't just walk out. He was alive, and he had favor on his life. Don't you dare for a second buy into the lie that God, your heavenly father, my heavenly father, has just left us on an earth, a lion's den of an earth, without giving us protection, without giving us provision to walk through, to walk, to be pilgrims on this earth, to be separated from the evil. Are you hearing me? Don't you think for a second that he has just thrown us and he has forgotten about us and he said, well, yeah, you're just going to, you're at the mercy of whatever comes your way. What a stinking lie from Satan. And I'm here to expose him in the name of Jesus. The truth is this. The Word of God is filled, packed, full of promises that cover every area of your life. Did you know the Word of God? It says the phrase, fear not, 365 times. There's one fear not for every day. In a year. So if it says to fear not, what are you worrying about? Fear is nothing more than a deception from Satan. Fear is nothing more than faith in the enemy. Fear is nothing more than faith in this evil world system. You know, what would it be like if we just totally let go of everything that we are worrying about? And we simply, we simply did this. We found scriptures. 
we found promises that are full, that are all through the Word of God. And we stood on those promises. When a, a, a thought of fear comes into your mind, you speak the promise to counteract that fear, that thought that's trying to come into your mind. What if we just had 100% pure faith and believed the impossible, believed that God would move a mountain for you, and he will? But it also says that we shall say unto this mountain, guess what? We play a part. We have, as Christians, a responsibility in the matter. See, this is one thing that, that many Christians don't understand. Many Christians are blaming God, blaming God for their problems, and God's saying, look, I have gave you the Bible, B-I-B-L-E, my word, basic instructions before leaving earth. Oh, trust me, I know we live on an evil, in an evil earth. We live in an evil world system. Trust me, I get it. We live in a fallen world. I get it. But I will tell you this. I don't think we, as the body of Christ, disciples of the Lord Jesus Christ, have even begun to tap into the power, the blessing that our Heavenly Father wants us to walk in on this earth. And I'll be back in a moment. strongholds in the name of Jesus. There are too many things that believers are holding on to. I call them sacred cows. It's foolish. They're worth what they're holding on to is worthless. It's not the word of God. They're holding on to tradition. And tradition, the word of God says, makes the word of God of no effect. Now, what is that talking about? Of course, we as Christians, we do have traditions. But those traditions come from the word of God. Uh, but what the Word of God is talking about there of traditions that make the Word of God in no effect, it's talking about man-made tradition. You understand, right? So 
the man-made tradition that I'm talking about are sacred cows. They're holding on to them. They're idols. Really, they're idols in the minds of some Christians. You've got to let them go. And that is the importance of a believer getting into the Word of God for themselves. How many have you heard people say, well, my pastor says this, and or my priest says this, or my denomination believes this, my denomination believes that? Well, you know what? Let, let's start getting a brain of our own here. Why don't you get into the Word of God yourself and allow the Holy Ghost to open up truth to you? Huh. Well, that's a pretty new concept to some, but it needs to happen. It needs to happen because when you start getting into the word, you start renewing your mind. You're building up your spirit man. You're Listen to this. When you feed on the word of God, you fill yourself with the word of God, you are increasing your discernment so you can discern truth from error. I'm telling you, we need to do that. It's so needed. Christians, get into the Word yourself. I'm telling you, the Word of God is not just some normal book. These are the words that are written in the Word of God. They are spirit and they are life. They're supernatural. Do you understand that? They are supernatural. And what is even more powerful for you, the Christian on this earth, is when your speech, your tongue, speaks and agrees with the Word of God. There is awesome power in agreement. When you speak in line with the Word of God... The angels desire to look into those things. Are you hearing me? The Word of God says that. When the gospel is being preached from the Holy Ghost from heaven, it says angels desire. Angels actually desire to look in to that activity. Which means they, they come over. They come over, and well, they want to see what's going on. Now, many people think that, well, you know, I'm just going to leave the preaching and all that stuff up to the, those who are in full-time ministry. Wrong. When you're sharing Christ with people, when you're sharing the gospel, when you're talking to someone about uh, healing, divine healing from the Word of God, whenever you're speaking the Word to someone, did you know you are preaching? Listen, you're a member. If you're a Christian, you are a member. You are a member of the body of Christ, and your role is extremely important. I talked about this before, but let me just touch on this again. If you're not doing your part in the body, it throws things out of whack in the body. If one organ, if your kidney in your physical body decides not to do its job, there's going to be some problems. 
And that's what we have going on in the body of Christ today. If everyone would just do their part, we would make so much more headway for the kingdom of God on this earth. But listen, it's going to have to take Christians to get fed up with where they are at spiritually. There needs to be a holy dissatisfaction on the inside of them, on the inside of all of us as Christians. You've got to start getting fed up with what is going on on this earth. You need to rise up and do something about it. We need to advance the kingdom of God. The word of God calls us as Christians ambassadors for Christ. An ambassador for Christ. But you know what's happening is many people are representing their own desires. But really, an ambassador, if you're an ambassador for Christ, you are to represent the Lord Jesus Christ and promote his interest. Like any ambassador for a country, if that ambassador goes in and totally just blows off the desires of those who put that ambassador there, guess what's going to happen to that ambassador? They're going to say, you're out of there. We are going to replace you with someone who will promote our interest. Well, listen to me. There's many Christians on this earth that are just promoting their own interest. They don't want to move. They don't want to go anywhere. They want their own comfort zones padded. While Jesus is saying, hey, um, you know what? You're my ambassador. You are supposed to be promoting my interest. What did Jesus do in his earthly ministry on this earth? I'll tell you what he did. He preached and taught the gospel. He cast out demons. He set people free from bondage from the enemy, from Satan's kingdom. And he healed the sick. Preach, teach, cast out demons, and healed the sick. Just break it down like that. Let me ask you this. Have you been promoting his interest? How about witnessing, sharing Christ with the unsaved? Have you been praying for the sick? If not, let me ask you this. What have you been doing? We need to get busy. And promote, advance the kingdom of God. I'll tell you right now, there is an absolute blessing. There will be a favor on your life if you simply do what you're supposed to do as an ambassador for Christ. Very simple. Very simple. You know what? And, and I'll, I, yeah, I'm, I'm sensing this on the inside. 
from the Holy Ghost. Many of, many of you listening are frustrated with where you're at right now, frustrated that, that it doesn't seem like any doors are opening up for you. I mean, it, it's just you're totally dissatisfied. And the Holy Ghost says, just start doing what you're supposed to do, and the other doors will open. There will be a satisfaction that comes on the inside of you. I'm telling you what, there is nothing like accomplishing and being in the will of God for your personal life. I mean, have you ever seen, uh, you know, an old lady, a, a widow... You know, she, she, all she does, she sits home and she prays, she intercedes, and she is the most joyful person. What, she's doing what she is called to do. If there is an uneasiness on the inside of you, if there is a lack of peace, if there is a lack of joy on the inside of you, listen to me, that is... Your your spirit man's way, your spirit's way on the inside of letting you know, look, I'm not doing what I'm supposed to be doing. You need to get back in the ring, my friend. Start doing what you are called to do. Let go of the past. Let go of, of things that's happened to you in the past. And you need to get back in the ring and start being obedient to the Holy Ghost. If not, you're just going to be kicking against the wall your whole life. You know, life on this earth is simply a culmination of many different seasons. I'm talking, I'm, I'm talking about that in, in a spiritual sense. In a natural sense, life is made up of different seasons. You need to understand how to flow with each season of your life. Maybe you're trying to do something that worked in in the last season, but guess what? It definitely is not going to cut it in this season because God is calling you into a different, different area, a different realm. You need to stop fighting against the Holy Ghost and just flow with him. That is where your blessing's at. That is where your joy is at. That is where your provision is at. So many Christians are fighting against the Holy Ghost. The one, they're fighting against the one that is called alongside to help them. You understand that? The Holy Ghost is, is, is the paraclete. He's the one called alongside to help. And listen to this. The Word of God says that we as Christians are supposed to be doers of the Word. The Holy Ghost is the one called alongside to help you. To help you do the word. So this first this means obviously that we as Christians are the doers of the word. But many Christians are looking to the Holy Ghost, the Holy Ghost, to be the doer. And the Holy Ghost says, "Sorry, 
you got to take that first step by your free will, by your willingness. You need to do it. And when you start doing it, then guess what? I will help you. The, a scripture is coming to my mind right now. I'm thinking of, I believe it's Isaiah 1, verse 19. Let me go there a minute. Isaiah 1, verse 19. Oh yeah, here it is. Listen to this. I, I know I'm, I'm talking to someone out there, whether you're listening on the, to the live broadcast or to the archive version. Listen to this. This is your word right here. It says, if you are willing and obedient, you shall eat the good of the land. Verse 20 says, but if you refuse and rebel, you shall be devoured by the sword, for the mouth of the Lord has spoken. Listen to me. When we are out of the will of God, we open ourselves up to the enemy. Are you hearing me? Let me say that one more time. When we are out of the will of God for our lives and our ministry, when you're trying to function in something that you're not called to do, or you're entangled in the world, you are standing on the enemy's territory at that point. But it says, if you are willing and obedient, you shall eat the good of the land. What is that talking about, friend? This is talking about remaining and being in the will of God for your life. And willing and obedient. The word willing is dealing with your attitude. Your attitude better be right. You need to count it a joy. You need to count it as a pleasure. You need to count it as a blessing. To flow in your God-given purpose on this earth. You need to be willing. Your attitude needs to be right. Number two, you need to be obedient. That's talking about your actions. So your attitude and actions both need to be lined up and counted a blessing and a privilege to be used by God to flow in your God-given purpose and then... You shall eat the good of the land. And I'll be back in a moment.
some sacred cows coming against man-made tradition that makes the word of God of no effect. Talking about if you are willing and obedient, Isaiah 119, you shall eat the good of the land. What has your attitude been like? What have your actions been like? I'm telling you right now. The, the Word of God says not to entangle, entangle yourself into this world. It, it, the Word of God even calls it, we're like walking among thorns. Do you understand that? It says to walk, listen to this, the Word of God says to walk circumspectly as among thorns. What does circumspectly mean? It says you need to walk very Carefully, or else you are going to prick yourself on the thorns of this world. Uh, the word entangled, entangled. Don't entangle yourself with the world. What a what a uh, word picture that is, because that is exactly what it is. See, the devil, he's a flesh devil. He the the only thing the enemy will ever bring to you to tempt you, to throw you off course, will be something that tickles your flesh, your fleshly desires. The Word of God says that the flesh is at enmity with God. It's totally opposite of what God wants for you. So listen to this. I, I, I come up with a real easy rule of thumb that you just need to understand right now. If the world accepts it, if the world buys into something, if the world is promoting something, more than likely, <laughs> stay away from it as a Christian. Are you hearing me? If the world is that accepting of something, Houston, we have a problem. Entangle. Don't entangle yourself. You see, the Word of God says where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. You, f you feel like you're in bondage today? You're lacking joy? You're lacking peace on the inside of you? Well, what have you done to offend the Holy Ghost? Listen to me. God wants nothing more than for your relationship to be restored with him. God is a God of restoration. That's why he sent his son, the Lord Jesus Christ, to die on the cross, to shed his blood, and he raised him from the dead. Because he wanted to restore his creation back to himself. He is a God of restoration. And listen to this. The most beautiful thing about this is right here. It's wonderful. You can restore your relationship right now. It doesn't have to be some long, drawn-out process. only thing you need to do, you need to make your mind up. You need to say, God, you know what, Heavenly Father, I have been doing things that have not been pleasing to you. I have not been operating in my God-given purpose on this earth. And I confess that is sin. 
See, here's the thing. Don't try to hide your sin from God. Because, first of all, it's foolish because God can see right through you. You know what's interesting is? God knows everything about you. He knows, he knows you better than you know yourself. Yet he still requires us to confess our sin to him. Confess it. He is looking for people who have an open heart to him. He will not force you to love him. Do you understand that? True love is never forced. True love is given. Let me say that one more time. True love is never forced. True love is given. And I think about David. You know, David did some pretty wild and nasty things. I mean, he, he, made, he made some huge mistakes. But you know what? The Word of God says that David was a, was a man after God's own heart. What does that mean? David had an openness. David didn't run away from God after he messed up. He ran back to God. But let me, let me tell you something here. There are consequences for sin. There are consequences. I mean, we we got to take responsibility for our actions. There are consequences. Don't kid yourself. But let me tell you this. You come back to God, and you start loving him like you're supposed to. I'm telling you right now, he will t- turn your whole world around. The peace and the joy that flood your soul, that flood your spirit, man. The healing that takes place on the inside, it's supernatural. God is desiring for his people to be vulnerable to him. Because think about this. God is vulnerable to us. You realize that? God sent uh, our Heavenly Father, God, He sent His most prized possession, His Son, the Lord Jesus Christ. He sent His Son to this earth while we were yet sinners to die for us, to die a horrible death. The one, the, uh, the one He loved, loved and loved so much, His Son, His only begotten Son. How do you think it makes him feel when people reject his prized possession? How does it make you feel? How does it make you feel when, if you have children and you see other people treating your child bad? When you see a bully picking on your child, how – parents – I'm talking to parents. How does it make you feel? It hurts. It hurts you on the inside to see your child treated like that. Don't kid yourself, people. Our Heavenly Father made himself vulnerable to us. And look how rejected his son, the Lord Jesus Christ, is. How people take his name in vain every day. How this government 
slaps God in the face every day, trying to take everything in connection to the Lord Jesus Christ out of public places, out of places, uh, supporting all these things that totally put this country on the enemy's territory. Are you hearing me? God has made himself vulnerable to us. When you make yourself vulnerable to someone, you're opening yourself up, and, and there is a chance that you will be hurt. But true love has to take that chance. Are you hearing me? True love takes that chance. It takes that risk. It is risky opening up your heart to somebody. There is nothing like rejection. Rejection is horrible. It's a horrible emotion. It's a horrible thing to go through. But guess what? Our Heavenly Father showed us the way. He knew that there was going to be some rejection, but he also sent his son because he wanted to give a provision, a life vest. He threw a life vest to you. He threw a life vest to me, and that life vest was his son, the Lord Jesus Christ, because God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have everlasting life our heavenly father he is a god he is a father that wants and desires restoration in that relationship see God doesn't send anyone to hell. People choose it. People choose that way. People have chosen. People who are drowning, drowning, drowning on this earth. They're drowning. He threw the life vest. There it is. They refused it. Jesus Christ is the only one that can wash your sin away. Let me tell you something. People, people will hurt you. You will be hurt by people. But our Heavenly Father will never let you down. And you need to be vulnerable to Him. Open up your heart to Him right now. Yeah, he, again... He already knows you better than you know yourself, but he requires a vulnerability to him. I love that. I, I love how I, – I don't know about you, but I'm thankful that we don't have to go and, and slay an animal and do all these rituals before God takes us back. All he is looking for is vulnerability to him. Just open your heart to him right now. I, I, I'm telling you, I know the Holy Ghost, whether on this live broadcast or the archive version. I know the Holy Ghost is moving upon the hearts of you listening right now. I'm talking to you right now. 
I speak to those areas of your heart where rejection has taken hold, where bitterness, a root of bitterness has taken hold. I come against that rejection. I come against that bitterness. And I root that up right now in the name of Jesus. And I come against every and any demonic spirit that has gotten a foothold through rejection and through bitterness. And I command every demonic spirit to leave your life right now in the name of Jesus. And I say, Holy Spirit, go to that area of that person's heart right now. And I pray for healing to every area of your heart in the name of Jesus. God is a God of restoration. He wants to restore that relationship. He is a God of relationship. My, my, my. Totally a God of relationship. The Word of God says in James 4, 7, it says to draw nigh to God, and He will draw nigh to you. Take that step right now. Let go. I know it's really easy to hold on to man-made traditions. All that is, it's a comfort zone. It's a comfort zone. You're trying to protect yourself. You're, you, you don't want to go outside of the box. Well, God is calling you. And he's saying, go outside of that spiritual box. You go outside of that box, you are going to experience his manifest presence. You are going to experience his glory like never before. Get out of that box. Step out. I'm telling you, there's so much more. I tell people, I say, well, hey, look, if you're bored... If you say that the Christian life is boring, you haven't even begun to enter into the Christian walk. Because, friend, there is nothing more exciting than being an ambassador, a representative for the Lord Jesus Christ, the King of kings and the Lord of lords. We are indeed pilgrims on this earth. Our citizenship is in heaven. Do you understand that? Our citizenship is in heaven. If you're born again, our citizenship is in heaven. Listen to this. And our citizenship in heaven trumps any citizenship on this earth. I'll tell you right now, your allegiance better not go to, to any political leader on this earth. Are you hearing me? This whole political system is messed up. It's screwed up. It's totally out of line with the will of God. Are you hearing me? Any political system, any government that would allow the murder of the unborn, of God's creation, any government that would promote gay marriage, that is ridiculous. 
I'll tell you right now, friend, your allegiance better be to the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords, the Lord Jesus Christ, and Him alone. He, he will never, never let you down. Are you hearing me? Am I talking to any believers that want to be world shakers? God is looking for world shakers. Not those who come into agreement with the world or this world system. Are you kidding me? If if your allegiance has been more to a political party or, or, or to someone, to an individual, instead of the Lord Jesus Christ himself, you have been fooled and you have been wasting your time. You have been wasting your breath. But if you are hearing me right now and you have breath in your lungs right now, there's still time. There is still time. To be a mover and a shaker for the Lord Jesus Christ. Are you hearing me? Los Angeles, California area. Revival experience coming to you Sunday morning, April 21st at 9 a.m. at the Courtyard Marriott near the Santa Ana Airport on 8 MacArthur Place. Get there, be there. L.A. area, West Coast. I'm so excited to see my friends and partners, ministry partners out there. We are going to have a blast. Mayville, Michigan, get ready. The Extreme Glory and Fire Conference, Saturday night, May 4th at 6 p.m. Me and Marianne Marsh. Check out her website. Go to esteemministries.com. Learn a little bit more about her. She is a bold woman of God. We are going to have a blast in the presence of God. If you like these broadcasts, try coming in and in, in listening in person and enjoying the presence of God in person. I'm telling you, get there. Detroit, Michigan, Motor City area. Coming back for another revival experience, myself and Pastor Lee Hotchkiss, my cousin, we're going to be doing some more tag team preaching, powerful night in the presence of God. That's going to be Sunday, Pentecost Sunday, May 19th at 7 p.m., going to be at the Concord Inn in Rochester Hills. For more information, go to my website at jamesbrant.org has all the information there. You can listen to past sermons. Also, go to revivalpodcast.org. I want you to sign up for the free ministry email list in the upper left-hand corner. Also, anybody listening, you would, if you would like to sponsor a revival experience or an extreme fire, uh, extreme glory and fire conference in your area, in your church, I want you to contact me. I would love to come to your area to ignite the hearts of the believers, to stand up and do what Jesus did. I'm telling you, you need to connect. You need to connect with me right now. Get online, jamesbrant.org. I want to connect with you in your area, Los Angeles, Detroit area, Mayville, Michigan, 
get ready. I want to thank you for tuning into the broadcast today. I will be back next Tuesday at 11 a.m. But until then, get busy for God. Be a mover and a shaker for Him. In the name of Jesus. <laughs>